chat, news and your views. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Good morning, Ellen, and thank you very much for uh, inviting me uh, in. It's a pleasure to, to bring you back in again because you wanted to give us an update on this whole idea of pastoral and getting involved with the with the lay, Absolutely. Uh, lay people. But uh, just a couple of comments. Uh, Independent Deputy Verona Murphy has just messaged to say she would like to wish Brendan Howland all the best in the future. He has indeed given politics his life. He has always been most courteous to me whenever and wherever we meet. And that's a comment in from Independent Deputy Verona Murphy. And there are lots of other comments coming in as well. And you, I as would like Bishop of the Desires of Ferns would also like to pay a tribute to him. Thank you, Ellen. I would indeed. On behalf of the all of the people of the diocese that Brendan served so well over the years in terms of the keeping the, the profile of Wexford um, at a national level um, and being a, a, a constant servant to the people in health, in education, um, in local government, uh, just to say... Uh, to wish him every success and blessing in his retirement and to thank him sincerely on behalf of the, 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 the communities and the parishes of Ferns. It's no harm to even reflect on what political life is like because I think a lot of us still reflect on what we saw outside Dáil Éireann and the, the jostling of one of the Healy Rays there quite recently which is absolutely frightening and no absolutely. matter wh- whether you agree or disagree with politicians and the, the stance they take yeah. they have a right to be able to move freely within the community. They do and not alone they put their, their own lives but also the lives of their, their families at the service of the community. If you're a, if you're a politician's family you're, you're your your life is actually nearly in service to the people as well because mm. so much of it becomes public. So I think um, a level of respect, level of appreciation of the work that's done and, you know, um, we all know from other parts of the world how fragile democracy can be. Yeah. And one of the things that will strengthen democracy in our own country and everywhere else is that the people who bring us democracy, the politicians, are can do their job. We we don't have to agree with them. Yeah. Disagreement is actually part of life, but respect their they, that they are putting their their careers and life to, in the service of people. You uh, and we'll get on to it now yeah. once again, just to to get an update from you about encouraging people to take on, uh, to get involved. Because after you came in the last time, I, I said I'd come back to you in a few weeks' time and just get an update on what has happened since we spoke. But I mean. There must be an encouragement for people to go forward for political life as well. Would you agree? Like I would 100%. People absolutely. listening to, to Brendan this morning, it, coming forward, if you have it within you and you feel brave enough to go for it, like you'd like to see more people go for the priesthood and for the clergy, but also there, there's a need for more women to get involved in politics. Absolutely. And we're, currently we're offering opportunities within the diocese for people to get involved. And we were out at parish meetings last night, um, myself and Sean O'Leary, who's taken on the role of Director of Pastoral Development. It's, it's in, and what we were saying was no different to politics. It is saying if you really care about your community, if you really care about the, the well-being and sustainability of your local community, can you give some of your energy? Yeah. Can you give some of your family energy? Can you give some of your time to, to do that? Yeah. The training and all that will, will, will be supplied, but the ultimate and the first step in, and I'm using the big word of vocation here, because it's, like politics is a vocation. It's, it's saying... Um, I think about what I can do for others before I, I think of what I do for myself. Yeah. So um, you would be encouraging people at the level of politics as well to say, you know, that might have an interest in that, to say, yeah, your your voice matters. And if you have the, the calling to be involved in polit- politics locally or nationally. And I suppose one of the things that we, we spoke before I came on the air, Alan, with yourself, is what, what would... Um, worry me slightly is the number of fine politicians who appear to be 
not bo- deciding that the, the next election yeah. is their last election. They won't they won't stand anymore. Yeah. Really good, competent people. Might agree with all of their policies, but people who have said simply burnt out from the yeah. the stresses of political life. Well, let's look now at the whole spirit of volunteerism. Like today, it was on South East Radio News, we have legions going up representing the tidy towns. Yes. That's volunteerism. Absolutely. Uh, volunteerism uh, at regular uh, intervals in this show uh, is, is highlighted um, from community initiatives. Green Watch. Uh, exactly. And, uh, you know, we had Winter Natira in here yesterday. And yeah. There's so much work in the whole area of volunteerism. Absolutely. You would like now to, to raise the issue once again about the dilemmas that are facing the clergy here in Wexford. Like, uh, the, the priests themselves a lot of them, uh, Bishop Jarrah, are under ferocious pressure. I mean, yeah. like um, uh, Father Sean Davies would be a great friend of mine. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they seem to be extending the number of parishes and the number of um, masses they have to say, etc. That's correct. What, what's the position since we last spoke? Okay, so say since we last spoke, we've had two meetings, two information meetings of the five that I that I that we advertised on, on that day. Uh, the other three are happening in this coming week. And there has been an enormous, a really, really generous response uh, to the two meetings. One was in Camolan and the other one was in Inniscorte. The upcoming three meetings are in Ross, Rosslair and here in Wexford. But there's a genuine um, into wish for people to say that in a new, a new organisation of church, which will be far, li- far less based on a priest in every parish, in fact, it won't be based on the traditional model of a priest in every parish, that they would play their part. They're happy to say we will do we will do our best to keep the to keep Christian community, faith community alive in this area. Mm-hmm. Will you give us the training and the support? And or the promise from the diocese is that yes we will. That mm-hmm. but the first step has to be a bit like politics, coming forward and saying yeah. we will I'll make my I'll give myself I'll give some of my time to my local Christian community. Right. So, where are the areas that you need people listening to us this morning to step forward? Okay. So, they, where do you need the people, and wh- uh, you know, when do you need them? And is it all parts of the county you need them? All parts of the county. So, the 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 key tasks, I suppose, that we're that we're going to concentrate on in in the, in the immediate future would be kind of four in general. Um, we have we have over ninety primary schools in the in the in the in the diocese in the past. And the teachers are great teachers, and they te- they, they they give a great uh, grounding in fa- faith formation to the young people. But in the past, they were also dependent on the priest coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the priest was a key link to that to that educational process. That won't be possible in the future. So, training people who will take on that role on behalf of the parish right. to to link the parish, to link the school to the parish right. and the families. Right. That's the first one. The second one is uh, so many of our population, as they get older, they end up in nursing homes or they actually become housebound in their own home. Again, when we had lots of priests, visiting them was a regular, it was a very regular experience of priests, a very regular task. As priests get older and scarcer, that that task will become uh, more unviable, just if it's dependent on priests alone. Yeah. So, training lay people in that whole area of pastoral care, hospital visitation, nursing home visitation, and also around the whole time of funerals, when there are a lot of funerals, to actually be able to help a family through the the preparation for a funeral and in the aftermath. The priest will still be saying the funeral mass, but even already in Dublin. Yeah. Um, it's a well it's a well established practice in Dublin now because of the size of Dublin 
and how far away cemeteries are, that it, there's a trained layperson who lay, who does the final prayers at the gravesite. Really, that's a well, that's an established practice in in Dublin now at this stage. Yeah. Uh, because so more and more of the role of the priest, apart from the actual saying of mass, absolutely, will will. And so it's, that's all about training. It's all about, you know, uh, encouraging people to find the right, the, the, mm. the role that's right for them. Right. What are catechists? Catechists are people who will do, do that thing of linking into okay. the, the First Communion, Confirmation and the baptism programmes. But particularly First Communion and Confirmation, helping families who to, to prepare well for that. And I suppose one of the things, in the, you know, we all know that there are a lot of people who are yeah. maybe more disconnected from church than they were in the past. Now, that doesn't mean they've left the church, but the, the First Communion and Confirmation, they're big days. I suppose to, to train people and to or help people to have a real welcome for people who mm-hmm. may be a little bit disconnected from church, but to, to, to sort of say, you're part of our family, you're part of the... Yeah. and we'll help you through. The same applies to funerals. Okay. Um, maybe for a family who might not be that sure of protocols anymore, mm. to be able to say, this is how this is how we do it, mm. and we will help you through this the grieving process. Accord. Can you talk to me about that? Because marriage preparation is something mm. that you've always focused in on. How difficult is that going to be? That's, it, it's not difficult. It's, mm-hmm. it's In fact, because I think uh, once upon a... Back a few years ago, my experience would be that couples would say, sure, look at... Um, we don't need any. any yeah. We don't need anything. I think in the modern world, more and more people say are used to training in all sorts of areas in their work, in sport. Yeah. They're they're used to the the idea of um, being able to go through a program together, yeah. even a brief program. But it, the, the 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 task for us there is to find people right. who are skilled in leading people through that, and mostly okay. married people themselves. I'm, I'm very conscious, and I often mention about my older listeners. I'm conscious of all our mm. listeners, but I particularly think of, like it was said to me yesterday by uh, somebody involved in the community, that there are still people who haven't stepped outside the door very much since Absolutely. the pandemic. Absolutely. Uh, and what they like to know is that they are secure in their homes. That in Garda Corner are there for them, and thankfully we have a link in with the Gardaí every Tuesday. And the sergeant who was on me, Eddie, during the week, highlighted again, they are there for you, regardless. Mm. When it comes to knowing that your church will remain open, yep. and that for many people, as they go into latter life, what they love to do most of all is to go and reflect in their churches. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you assure them as best you can that that will remain... As best I can. And yeah. I suppose the, 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 what I will be saying, what, I, what we were saying even last night, is... is the... the, the, the there will be... The, I suppose the energy to keep every church alive right. will have to be sourced locally. Okay. But certainly, you know, you're, you're calling for volunteers, but you're calling for volunteers. Uh, and is it a case of just going to your local parish church and volunteering? Is that the way it's done? Absolutely. But yeah. also, the, the I'll, and I'll tell you about the, the three meetings. There's details in the newsletter about the, the meetings coming up this coming week. Okay. So, where um, are they? You know, Nuras, Nuras at 7 30 on Monday night. Where? In the, Nuras, ch- in the pastoral centre. Okay. Uh, Tuesday night in the pastoral centre in Rosslair. All right. Uh, 7.30 again. Uh, Thursday night here in St. Peter's College in the what's called the Pugin Room that's in through the yeah. archway. And okay. They're in all the parish newsletters. It's been a kind of historic morning on South East Radio. It has. You know, it it's has. Been the, it the, has. The, uh, the closure of one era, the beginning of a new one and uh, look, uh, whatever yeah. happens, we all work together for the good of Wexford. Exactly. Exactly. Helen, thank you very much for the, the opportunity for being here with you this morning. Good morning. And I you. wish Brendan every blessing in his retirement. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.